Hello everyone, welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Alex and today I'm going to be the junkie. We also have Dr. Dennis. What are you, Dr. Dennis? I'm gonna be supernatural. Oh, he gets He's to be- He's super oh, wait, and natural. <laughs> wow. Can I, can I be naturally super then? You know how Alex yeah. got to be the junkie today? Because How's we that? realized that she was on more caffeine than all of us. I'm weaning myself, weaning, weaning. Kevin, know. what are you, Dr. Kevin? I am decaf. <laughs> decaf Kevin. Which is kind of impressive, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm envious. I started just drinking um, just dand roasted dandelion root uh, as coffee. That's been smoked and, you know, charred it's, it's roasted. to make it look it's dark look like, like coffee. coffee. It's better than Starbucks. <laughs> I'm that, sorry, Starbucks. Is, is that supernatural? It, it is tea. a supernatural um, <laughs> tea, but it's it's so dark that you can actually drink it. They call it Ticino is the brand. I think it's really actually quite good. Kevin thinks it's disgusting. He tried it the other day, and mm. he was like, Whoop. Well, I can so taste test out. her coffee just to make sure it's just perfect, but the teas, I'm like, I won't even take them anymore. See, See but I'm, I'm down to one cup of coffee a day, yep. and then I do all the, the roasted dandelion root tea. I mean, sometimes she breaks down and has straight up, you know, Earl Grey. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Well, you know, chai is just a combination of that. Lies, um, all lies, everything she's going to say. Black tea, and which is Earl Grey. Hello. Such a bugger. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, moving on. Well, the title today is Living Through COVID Times, but it really could be Living Through Any Difficult Times because even though we're seeing some of these narratives go away in some areas, yeah. uh, the bottom line is this is round one, folks. Difficult times are here. We're in prophetic times. And uh, so we're going to be talking about how to get through these areas and how can we really remain in Christ is really the, the other way of saying it. So Dr. Dennis is going to open us up um, in a little scripture here. Sure, Doc. I'll wheel that in right here. We're going to take a scripture from John chapter 16, verse 33. Jesus states that I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So that's one of my favorite passages. It's probably the theme for a lot of the things that we covered in the book. Because even though we cover prophetic things, the reality is Jesus is telling us something very important here. You know, I should let you guys take a crack at this first. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Yeah, rant so, on. You know, yeah, oh yeah, rant. They say this now. Just wait till later. <laughs> okay, you've been ranting for a while now. <laughs> we'll let you know. Won't we? But yes, you know, the thing about it is, is that it doesn't say anywhere else we can have peace. There's only one place that you're going to have peace in life, and that is when you are in jesus christ and when you're in Amen. jesus christ you're in a love relationship with the author and finisher of the universe don't you mean when jesus christ is in you that's right all of it <laughs> amen <laughs> you know and and so this is why if we don't remain in that relationship and it's really a love relationship right and that God is also the author and finisher of human history. So he tells us these things, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus is not saying that prophecy, right, is gloom and doom. In fact, it's the opposite. He's telling us these things so that in him we can have peace. Now, why? Because if God knows the future, then God knows your future. And you can trust him. You can trust him in the big things and the little things, and you can trust him in your, with your life. Yeah. And that's why only in Christ, and you can see how, where has the church failed these last two years? We have not remained in Christ. We have allowed fear to dictate, you know, what's happening. And so with, as I was thinking about, you know, what to talk about today, I thought, you know, we don't have to Wait, just talk about COVID, You were thinking? Right? Sorry. I was on. thinking. I was just shocked. When my wife allows me. <laughs> Here's your didn't spine. You, you won't be needing that anymore. <laughs> didn't you see the smoke coming off his head? <laughs> right. right. Oh, is that what that smell was? <laughs> it was singeing the last few hairs. <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like that that is the key to what happened 
we we focused on our government we focused on our televisions and we had somebody play some some real tricks on us yeah please lord turn your television off stop watching mainstream media yes well, and think about that mass formation psychosis idea. The idea that, you know, we have an entire generation that's really almost entered under some kind of hypnosis. No, it's symbolic of being a zombie, right? I mean, right? this is the zombie apocalypse. Well, yeah, it's... it's, it's, um, it's that's a great way to say it. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, because that's uh, what MK, mass formation psychosis MK is. MKUltra right? programming. There's a reason why they call it TV programs. Yes, and they are definitely doing that. Right. But yeah. You, that's a good point. And um, I think uh, they should have to walk with a bum leg, though. Yeah. <laughs> they should. <laughs> like every zombie, okay? Every good zombie has a bum leg. There's no doubt. Every good zombie I've ever seen. We could we yes. could go deep into this, because I like zombie movies, but we could go deep. Like, <laughs> why brains? It's sugar. Okay, it runs on sugar. I get But you're like, they don't even eat all of it. And when they eat someone and they take a... Why is it only like a bite missing? And then that person... It's so bizarre. And then, But they all swarmed the person. I don't get it. Anyway. After 10 years of zombie movies, she's finally asking no, those questions. No, I mean, I've always asked... Those, it's kind of funny. I've always... But I think they're hilarious. But when you go back to mass formation psychosis... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have... Which is zombie. Which is zombieism. Mm-hmm. The, the reality is, is it's a overly focused on a leader, a problem, a social situation... You know, an anxiety, like right? Alpha in the Walking and, Dead, and that's it's possible only because they lost focus on Jesus. That's and we right. all—I mean, how many people? How many times you've heard the sermon that when when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he sank? Oh, that's right, that, right. That is so metaphorically right. true. I mean, this is exactly what's happening, mm-hmm. right? And this is why only when we focus on Jesus can we go through the storm. Only when we focus on Jesus can we walk on water. I mean, there are definitely times where, you know, God has been having me do things lately that I think to myself, why am I doing this? This is crazy. I don't even like doing this. But yet I wake up the next morning and go, I feel that's what God wants me to do. And uh, so this is how we move through these difficult times. And that's, we have to understand fundamentally what's happened. And this is why the 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 disconnect has happened mm-hmm. you know that cognitive dissonance where we're we don't realize that something we say we believe deeply like say abortion right we're very against abortion but we're still voting for people right. that are very pro-abortion right because right? we can somehow justify mm-hmm. that cognitive we cannot, dissonance we cannot it's we really cannot. a separation and so only when we remain in christ mm-hmm. can we get rid of that because we're focused on him and and we won't be hypnotized by our television set or a charismatic leader and so it, this is why jesus told us these things <laughs> joe biden is a charismatic well it's, in, it's interesting know, he, just, he brought that up because i was just thinking you know i mean what you think we went from the cult of personality with obama mm-hmm. to the yeah. left then a cult of personality with trump to the right and now we got a guy that has no personality. Right. Right. He's the cult of dementia. Right. <laughs> you know, so, um, and his, his sidekick who speaks psychobabble. Oh. So I, I, I constantly go back to Israel and, you know, when they had trouble. Right. God gave them poor leadership. <laughs> Lord. You know? Yep. So, you know, again, that's why I think. I hate to be the doom and gloom guy today, but, you know, that's why we're going through this is because we have turned our back on God. No doubt. Well, perhaps, too, there's, you know, I always think of the Israelites and the Exodus, and perhaps God has hardened the hearts of quite a few of our leaders out there right now because there are lessons that we need to learn from this. And so we're being, you know, put through this because there's a reason, you know, there's that all this seems to be going only one way. And um, and I, that's that's just what I think. Like their hearts have been so hardened that it's almost a supernatural hardening because they refuse to listen to common sense, actual science, actual anything that that is real or is true. Well, remember we we're in a situation here where you're not allowed to trust God. Right here, you are in an intimate love relationship with God. He's your Lord. He's your Savior. But He is not allowed to be the Savior of your body. 
and be able to get you over COVID, right? We must trust in a vaccine. We must trust in social distancing. We yeah. must trust all these other things. Well, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, you know, consider, you know, the merits of whatever the action is. But as we as we've covered in other shows, every single thing that they have proposed to do right. here has has been a failure. Well, and have have you noticed that they've stopped talking about it now on the news, right? Because you can't well because there's all, all the, the lies are because all the lies are coming out and now suddenly you know if you look up something on fauci it's turned the other way totally They're like everything he said was wrong yes. and he's a liar i don't know but he came out of the witness protection program last week oh my god to speak on uh, one of the so. uh sunday morning programs right but uh, warning us that another one is coming. Yeah. Is this Omicron another? Pr- is this another prophecy from Sir Fauci? I, I wanted to reach to the television <laughs> set Fauci? and rebuke Green him mask. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. because you know everything he said has been a lie that yeah. we know of. Oh, he's this, this is all from from the pit of hell. The only thing was was true is when he was saying a few years ago that this is what was going to happen. So we need to take that seriously. And, and all of our readers or listeners should also do the same thing, that this is only round one. There's no doubt right. about that. He's already laying the, the gauntlet that this is only round one. Well, it's just that they're coming on at us from so many different angles. Yes, right. this this you is know, the Blitzkrieg. You know, it, yeah. it really it really is. I mean, at first it was the pandemic that, that kind of weakened the spirit of the whole world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're bringing in World War Three, or they're trying to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. The financial collapse is, 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 is there. It's on right. the brink. Yep. Um, we have all these things happening. We, be, we better hold on to Jesus because it's right. going to get a little rough. Well, and you know, there's there's no way to go that when you look at the overall narrative of communism, how did they get it? They divided the people. They destroyed them economically. This is what's happening in the world today. You know, they have divided the people now between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And this is something that's happening. But, you know, if we go back to this passage, Jesus is saying there is going to be trouble. He's not telling you that you're not able to deal with trouble. In fact, God is, we have to say that Jesus is encouraging us that there's a certain amount of trouble in this world that's just the cost of doing business. And and I have equipped you to be able to deal with that. So go out and deal with trouble, right? Because you're gonna have trouble in your life. God has made you to be a creator in your own life. God has made you to be a problem solver. He solved the ultimate problem in life and he wants you to solve other problems in life. And so we need to be active. We need to say, hey, look, if I don't like the trouble in my life, then I need to change what I'm doing. I need to sow something differently, right? But you think about what he's saying here is that I've told you these things. What things? I've told you what's going to happen. And I'm telling you this now so that when it happens, you don't lose heart, right? It's very important that when prophetic things happen, they're out of our control. So we need to be all engaged in in taking the trouble we have and, and work on that. God's encouraging us to do that. But some things are out of our control. Mm-hmm. And we need to trust God in these areas and know that he is in control of that future and that he, ultimately he is the one who's going to overcome the world. And that's a lot like that serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, we pray for, hey, help me with the things what? That I cannot control. Right? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you here, but help me to what? Do the things that I can. Right? Well, that's but, what faith is, isn't it? Right. I mean, trust. I mean, if you look to go to the chapter before in John... John 15, he's the vine. Yes, and you're the branches. Right, we're the branches, you know. And without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. We have to stay attached to him. Well, so this is like, you know, you keep the main thing the main thing. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, when you think about remaining in Christ, you're you're about you're keeping a relationship with Christ. You're you're remaining in love with Christ. And that means that this is relational. And that's why we want all of us to not give up on our relationships. Don't give up on your family. Don't forget to keep having conversations with people. Don't let, you know, as passionate as we are about every single thing we cover, we believe in the truth. Culture of truth seekers are what we call to be. But at the same time, when I speak of the Muslim, I'm going to share with him passionately why I follow Jesus Christ. Right? Sure. 
And it's the same thing with, with masks and vaccines and these things. But the, the end of the day, I have to say, look, I still love you as a person, right? And, mm-hmm. and I, I want to support you as a person. And this is the same thing. And I only get that because I'm remaining in a relationship with God because Lord have mercy. It doesn't matter how right I am about some things. I am wrong about other things, especially when it, you compare me to God. Well, we don't want to become what Paul talked about in, in 1 Corinthians 13, that without love, we become a banging gong and a clanging cymbal. Exactly. You know, so we can have, we can know all things. We can have all spiritual gifts, but if we don't have love, mm-hmm. that's what we become. And if I fall off the wagon, I would say my wife would probably, <laughs> she would say this, you know, you're doing all these other things for all these other people, right? Yeah. And what? About? Oh yeah, I'm I'm falling short right, on the right. actual love in my home or in the love with my right, wife. We can't forget that. And and this is just normal. Yeah, I have to be reminded. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, she's silent. She's in complete. You know, she's Scott, just nodding and yeah, and, 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 and agreement. Yeah, can't she's say thinking. something nice. Just don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good motto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while we we have this personal freedoms, and this is what we're going to kind of talk about next, but when we think about remaining in Christ, we're talking about remaining relational. If we're relational with him, we're relational with ourselves. So many people have been suicidal through this. You know, you can't lose your relationship with yourself over this, right? And same thing, you can't, you know, we are going to have people that are going to divide. Um, That's going to happen but we can still not separate ourselves from them right and we can still reach out to our family our friends we can still let people you know it is it's hard for me when a person comes in and wears a mask in my office i just i'm lost you know yeah and i I try to i struggle with that myself and it's the same thing you know at this point and um so there's just so much you know basic lack of knowledge of what's going on and then at the end of the day, I start to get bad feelings about it. And God says, listen, you understand that they're not grounded in me. And you are. That's right. And you are. So don't be the hater. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that, and that's the, that's the difficult thing. I think that the, we think about what the world's been through over the last two years. But you think about over that same time frame what we've been through. Yes. And when you're, when you know this information and it's coming in like a waterfall mm-hmm. and you're seeing this and you're getting frustrated that people aren't seeing this yes you know and it's that yes. frustration yeah. that you have to you have to <laughs> you have to pray away right i mean right. it's hard i i i i used to be my, my wife can't understand why i get so upset when i see people wearing masks she goes hey these that's their choice i said I understand that. I said, I'm not upset that they're doing it because that's their choice. I'm upset that they're brainwashed mm-hmm. and they don't understand. Totally it's agree. Like my, it's my, when I'm upset, I'm, my heart's broken. Just like when I see someone who doesn't understand the gospel. Right. I had to, they, they're blinded. They're, they're, they can't see it, you know, and you pray for them that they can see that. Right. And, and it's the same, the deception that's what Satan's all about is deception right. that's all he has is a shell game right and he moves the shells around yes. and he's like did God truly say he right. hasn't changed since the <laughs> right. garden right and it, you know I just always it, it, you, you want to put like it's a muzzle free zone you're wearing a muzzle like that that's the whole point they want to silence you and so it's really symbolic you know when you see that you're like you're choosing now the the thing for us here in Florida is you're choosing to be muzzled Right. You, you know, you could not be muzzled. It's your choice, right? You don't have to wear that thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's anywhere too. Though. Yeah. I mean, well, you don't yeah, have I mean, to. You didn't yeah, have to true. wear it. You didn't have to wear yeah. it anyway. It was a recommendation. It was not a law. Right. And and um, they yep. they the edicts that they put out and and they overstepped their boundaries. And now the research comes out that everything that they had done, everything. Yes. That uh, they had done. There was a 0.2% difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not none of it. If Fauci comes out again and says that he wants to lock things down, he, they we should all say, going. go back. Get get, yeah. get rid of this guy. There, there's no proof that that works. Right. right. None. Right. 
Well, and so while we this are, is well, let's just mention that those are these are all based on recent peer-reviewed studies. We're yeah, not absolutely. making those numbers up, guys. The absolutely. biggest one was, that we mentioned in one of the shows was um, was of course the the John Hopkins one. Yes, yes. Yeah. And um, just a little shout out that while we are called to remain in Christ, and then when we remain in Christ, we remain in a relationship with ourselves. And as we remain in relationships with people, we're going to find that those that are in Christ are the ones we can unite with, right? And that's what last show we did was really called the Watchman Declaration, that the church is failing to come up with something that we can actually agree on. And why are we having so much trouble standing and fighting, okay, actually making real a real true wall, an impenetrable wall, where it just says, hey, you're, you're not allowed to do this. They, we have allowed them to use COVID to do anything they want. Right. We've never even been able to say, you know, it's like saying the same thing with the abortion thing. I always talk with a young lady. I said, you realize, okay, that they lit up buildings in New York City pink because they wanted to celebrate being able to kill a baby the day before he's born. And he said, that is not something that anybody that has any kind of conscience or has children, the, that idea itself is the most terrifying thing and I said you realize that we can't even have a conversation about when right because mm -hmm. most people don't believe that that's right right but well, this well, is the same what? that that most people don't believe you should be able to kill a baby the day before he's due date this would right. be horrifying and yet here they were celebrating it so this was a quick way to show her that you're you're pro-choice but don't you understand that there really is a baby there at some point, even she would say, wait a minute, now this is wrong, right? And so this is the same yeah. thing we're trying to say with, with Christians. Is there a point we can all agree with? And that's why we decided there were three things. Number one, you can't allow our government to disenfranchise us for our religious beliefs, right? And, and then ultimately our freedom of speech, right? Because it's tied to that. And then the second one, you can't legislate access to my body. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? This is what our we Bible about warned, right? Well, these mm -hmm. are the three tenets. And then the last part was not messing with our family, not messing mm -hmm. with our ability to parent our children. So we are called, when we, when we remain relational, we're also going to find some unity, okay? Now, that's where we need to get to this next point. So can well, you don't read? forget that relational thing, just to interject. Um, we have the vertical relationship. The vertical relationship with the Lord enables us to have that horizontal relationship. That's right. So, you know, the two yeah. commandments Jesus said that summed up the whole law were that to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm -hmm. Right. And the second, like it, is to love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. If you don't love, first of all, you don't have the vertical relationship. Right. You can't yeah. have the horizontal. And if you don't love yourself, you can't, if, how could you love anybody else? Right. But you can't love yourself unless you truly have the vertical relationship. It's totally true. Right. And uh, sometimes, you know, that's where I've struggled is the, the loving the self through this, then trying to love other people, you know. And then you, oh, yeah. you look at the, you know, I, I like to think of the idea of that if I adopted, let's just say a little Muslim girl, right. And you know how they have different levels of covering. Well, this particular little girl, I mean, you only get to see the eyes. Now, after she's been living with us for a while, we would feel like we would like to see her face, right? Mm -hmm. And you start to realize this is a loving place, right? Because we know where she came from. We know what that mask really represents to her, right? Mm -hmm. So you start to think about, you know, at some point, you're going to go, no problem if this is what you want to do. But where are you, where's your goal? One day you just want her to, you want to be able to see her smiling face. Right. Right? You don't want to have any barrier there. You want her to feel like she doesn't have to hide. Right? And so these are some of the things that help me to understand how to take somebody with, with where they've been right now. Because they've been through an indoctrination. Absolutely. That's just deep. Very, right? Very Psychologically deep. deep. They, we have little kids that won't take their mask off when they go home. They it's were terrible. I was just driving. I was just driving down the street. I drive down the street to go to the office. One of the side streets I go through has obviously it's a school zone, and kids are walking to school. I see kids walking to school and riding their bikes with masks on. That's, That's right. And, and this it, is to a middle school. 
Yeah. That's insane. I feel like yelling. Right. I but I want to yell at the parents too. They they actually feel more comfortable with it's on, and that's what people will tell me. This is as long they some people I say I feel more comfortable, but if this makes you uncomfortable, I'll take it off. I had a person say that to me. Oh, don't, right. I want. I just want you to, to to know you have that right. Right. Yeah. So you can see we we have to tread carefully, and this is also true of vaccinations. You have to remember that one of the reasons the church is being so silent is because probably 60, 70% of pastors have taken a vaccination, right? And or have mixed feelings themselves about it. So we, we start to realize how far this deception has gone. And, um, you know, but we have to remain relational if we right. have a chance of really being able to continue to bring people towards the light. Oh, well, you have to, really, they have to know the love right the the difference the only difference the only thing that's going to make a difference right and we know to change people's minds is to um, get them to see the emotional part of it because intellectually you know they're set they're kind of set and the only thing that changes people's minds is love and so where does love come from love only comes from one place right. you know so if they know the difference i don't know i just think sometimes it's just a lack well, of it's, it's, yeah, knowledge you're absolutely right it's no different than the abortion example kevin was given before right. i mean first of all i just think with the example that you gave with the partial birth abortion up until the new york law i i think that was God giving them judgment and saying, if you can't right. see that that is a human being, you're totally lost. But, yes. you know, I mean, I've I've learned that, and you did too. I mean, the first semester of chiropractic college was embryology. Right. And embryology, we learned all about the development in the womb and so forth. It's a miracle. And yes. then when I was doing an anatomy lab and a dissection lab, I was a teacher's assistant for four years. We used to, you know, come across fetuses in or babies in, in wombs. We had one that, that was nine weeks old, was the size of my thumb. It was, it was a little tiny human. You look at it up. You can't. Yeah. And it and 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 you know, they say, Well when is it well the heart starts beating like I think it's with by the fourteenth day. Right. And the first thing that's developed is the nervous <laughs> system, the brain and, and yep. the spinal cord. Yeah. I mean, so I'm getting a little off track here, but my point being is that when you get into the deception of, of abortion, but then you get again, eyes being open. Yeah. Get into deception of spiritual deception when we talk about being, you know, knowing the Lord. You know, the, sh the shackles have not come down. They, they, they mm -hmm. don't get it, mm -hmm. you know. And now we're in, into this COVID deception, which is the same thing, you know. Right. And, and, it's, and it's hard to break through. Well, right. it's that, that same thing, too. When is, a, when is that fetus an actual person, right? And when, you know, because even a lot of Christians are unclear on the thought of abortion because when is it an actual um, human being? And, well... When you're born in the likeness of Christ, you are born with it. It's not something you acquire based on your emotional intelligence, your actual uh, IQ, none of that. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter it, the minute you come in, that you were conceived, you were made in the likeness of Christ. It oh, starts that very second. Sure it does. And if you understand and accept that, then at any stage, murdering, that child that is made in the likeness of Christ the day they came into being, that's still murder. Yeah. Any matter. way you look yeah, at absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know, we you know, we're having like either with the Supreme Court justice hearings and you know, um what was the name of the senator that asked her, like, do you realize that if a mother has to go into surgery and the baby's twenty weeks old, they actually give the baby anesthesia as well that's in her womb because they know that that, that baby will feel the pain. That's right. Um, and so at 20 weeks, they're like, they, they anesthetize the baby as well, not just the mother if the surgery has to happen. Oh. You know, you're like, well, you can tell if we start talking about that subject. Yeah, we, can really, gonna, we can go real <laughs> deep on it. But, we're going to have three more podcasts oh, yeah. on that. Well, well we day. definitely should do one. <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty horrifying. that People can say, oh, um, yeah, just go in there and rip it apart limb by limb. Uh -oh, um, oh, don't. Yeah, you have, to, you have to see, like, they have the a cartoon video. Screen, the silent screen. Oh, and, or the, and they say the baby, when they go to try and grab it, tries to move away. Oh, sure. God. And because you know. it doesn't want to die, folks. No. It doesn't want to die. No. Like, no, it's, and it's, again, it's, it's, it's something that, it's an issue of the heart. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to change uh, someone's mind, 
you have to change the heart. Ex- no, exactly, and that's what I mean. That's you can't change yeah. them emotion uh, intelligently, yeah. but you have to work through the heart issue, and you mm-hmm. have to, you know, if they really knew everything and the love that Christ has for us. Mm. I mean, He died for us, right? He allowed us to murder Him because you know we were guilty. We're guilty. That's He died. That's right. Yeah. We murdered Him. Sin. He took yeah. our sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we can sit there and blame. The Romans, the Jews, and everybody, but that you know, he's still like, taking on our sin. You know, you know it's still my sin that he died I lo- for. I loved about in the in the Passion movie where Mel Gibson yeah. put one of the oh. nails through, and he said the reason why he felt he had to do that was because that was my sin. I hung him on the cross, mm-hmm. and he's right. We all did, yeah. And we have to. You have to own that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's only through if you if you if you're not transparent and honest with the, with God and, and owning that your sin, then you can't receive the gift, right? of his self, his righteousness that covers us, you know? Well, hopefully that, you know, it's going to spur some people on and it it is related to what we're talking about. Absolutely. Because remember, if, if we don't remain relational, we're losing track of what is important. So if you think about living through COVID times, Jesus came so that we would have a life, what more abundant God's goal, even in difficult times has not changed. So the reason things are happening is not because God is somehow doesn't want this abundance, right? But we also have to understand that when God loves us, he will also discipline us, right? Right. And then learning to embrace that discipline is is really important. But as we we start to, to think about life and how do we have an abundant life in difficult times, it's how it is. It's to remain in your relationships, to try and not leave anybody behind, Right. Mm-hmm. And to, to court them out of of these deceptions that they've fallen into. But there is also a corner. And that corner is, is this. And let's read this next verse, Doc. It's Galatians 5.1. Yes. Galatians 5.1, which states, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Mm. So what does that mean to you guys? Standing on the, on that freedom that is that comes with being set free by Christ. Mm-hmm. We're free from sin. There's no doubt. Right. right. Yeah. But what's what comes out to me is that it says, "Don't be burdened again by a yoke of slavery." In other words, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. People don't understand that when Jesus came, He came for freedom. Right? right, he was ultimately a freedom fighter, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And yes. he obtained freedom for us. And he does not want to see anyone come and try and take our freedom away because that represents slavery. So while we in difficult times have to remain in Christ and we want to remain relational with God, with ourselves and with people, there is a place that people can go where we no longer can go that we talked about standing up right yes mm-hmm. that when we when we we are remain in Christ we're also standing with Christ because Christ only went to the cross he didn't go any farther right so this is what i'm saying of course the cross the resurrection and then also the ascension so yes. you start to realize that he did what he did but we have a part to play in that relationship with god well, it's, it's interesting, and, and you bring that up, because we're talking about standing in the freedom of Christ and, and, and so forth. We're assuming that the audience knows what that means. What does that Kinda, mean, you know, Well, I mean, in the fact that where does that come from? It first comes from in, in repenting and confessing your sins and That's being right. transparent, right? Mm-hmm. And accepting the gift of God. The, the gift of righteousness and then that's right. only and only then when you are born again from above that can you can stand in that freedom that's yeah. right it's right. a choice you, you know love right it's a choice you have to choose to follow Christ you have to choose to believe what he says he has for you he has yeah. right but it's I, I just I feel like somebody needs to hear this you know we you know what is what is God's true desire for us? It's always the original desire. His desire was to walk in the garden with us, to literally walk. I mean, yes. he's walking in the garden. Like you, so the Hebrew term for walking even does not appear. God walking as a man 
does not appear very often in the Bible. I think there's two instances of it, but um, he was literally walking in the garden with Adam and Eve when they hid themselves, like mm-hmm. just walking like a man. He made himself a man so that he could walk with them. Like yeah. that's what he has always wanted. That is still what he wants with us. And that's why his, he came down as Jesus Christ to die for our sins so that we could be redeemed so that one day we can walk with him again. Cause that is always been the desire of his heart to, to have us walk with him, which is amazing. Amen. Yeah. You know, I think of the first time that the gospel was ever preached was Acts 2.38. They, 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 they said to Jesus, or they said to Peter, men and brethren, what should we do? And right. that's when Jesus says, repent right. and be baptized, every one of you, in the right. name of Jesus Christ, for your right. remission of sins. And you shall receive something. Right. You do your thing. What's right. your thing? You're, you need to repent. Right. Only God knows whether you repented, whether right. you really told him the truth, right. whether you really meant it. Only yeah. he can. Right. Remember, in heaven, nothing's hidden. No, no, right. you can't. You might think you're in a big back in the garden hiding behind the bushes. He knows you're there. You know? Exactly. You know? exactly. And that was the separation, right? The separation that came in was sin. Now, yeah. aren't you glad, though, there's going to probably be clothes in heaven, though? Oh. <laughs> is there? I mean, I don't think that's something you'll even notice. Oh, I, I mean, think well, whether there is or isn't. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, I think clear it's pretty awesome. Let's white, not get sidetracked on that one. <laughs> I'm arguing unless we all look like babies because babies look really good naked. I know. I, I hope. I hope. But I, well, I, I often wonder like, okay, in our resurrected bodies, are we going to be at the point where, where we died or is it at our best point in our life? Uh, you we, know, when we, 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 we should did bring the after, those up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this, when we've listened to afterlife things, it's, um, I, it's not like... I think it's the most idealized version of yourself because when that little kid was like, I saw a grandpa and the father showed him the picture. And he's like, don't be silly, dad. Nobody wears glasses in heaven and no one's that old in heaven. Mm-hmm. So yep. you're, And that was that guy's yeah. father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he had never, that little boy, the man's father had passed away before that child was born. So he had no way of knowing. And he's like, nobody's that but old. How do you recognize him? Because he told him who he was and he showed him around. Uh. And, and sometimes um, they've seen an old picture, but yeah, and then he, sh- he found a young of picture of his dad and showed it, and he's like, "Yeah, that's him." Right. That's another whole so. thing that that's actually part of a um, a third book that I have written out. That part's written really well, actually. So mm-hmm. we could we could even cover it at some point. But there's also stories where this the person that appeared appeared exactly the way they remember them. So they seem mm-hmm. to have the ability to wear whatever clothes they want and yeah. all kinds of things so uh, appear how they want to appear and but it's still them kind of a thing so but uh let's keep going here on this one so when we think about this this idea that it is for freedom so that means anyone taking away our freedom could be the enemy right this means that we need to really ask ourselves because what are we really being asked folks we are being bullied Okay, we are being bullied to wear masks. Yep. We're being bullied to, 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 to take a vaccine that clearly doesn't work. If it did work, then why do we have more dead people? Right. I mean, there's just it's just on and on and on. They're using guilt. They're using shame right, to do these things. Accusations. They're, they're using accusations. They're yeah. using, of course, they're using lies, of course. But, you know, certainly we need to be realistic that we're not everybody's going to agree with us either. But we're what? This is we go back to the love idea. That love is not going to agree with hate. Mm-hmm. But it is yeah. going to stand up to hate when hate starts to hurt the ones that it loves and take our choices away. And that's very important that hate is going to take choices away whereas in our situation we're trying to give choices. And even though we don't want to give those choices, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I would prefer somebody not wear a mask, but right. I'm still going to allow them to to move forward. And this is how when we think about abundant life, mm-hmm. we have to be able to balance these difficult issues. How do I remain relational with people, keep love the main thing, right? But also stand up for my freedoms. I'm not going to let somebody put me in slavery again. But you also have to stand up for what you believe in, Doc. There's that's what that's this part. Well, right? you know, you know. So I, I'm what I mean by that is that yes, I I want to I want to remain relational relational and love my neighbor okay i mean absolutely 
but I'm not going to compromise my principles. Exactly. And that's what the Watchman Declaration is really all about for, for us, is the idea that we should craft, we need to craft something that somebody that tries to take these things, there's no way we can remain relational with you at this point because you are what? You're a, you have become hate incarnate. You have come to put us into slavery. You have come to take away our freedoms and mm -hmm. to control us and to manipulate us. Yes. And, and you start to think about this. When did Jesus transition to treating somebody like that? Well, the Bible says that he made a whip. Yeah. Now, they say a small whip is at least eight hours, and a bigger one could have taken up to three days to put together. So this shows some meditation on the part of Jesus that he made that whip. And so you think about, you know, standing up. Well, I, I think when we, we got together and started talking with different people about what can we craft and say, these are freedoms we can't give up. We're standing with Christ. Christ gave us these things, and we're not giving them up, right? This is just that simple. And that's what I mean by making a whip. Premeditatively saying, okay, I love you. I want you to have your choices, but you're not taking mine away. Well, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. You got to stand I think, on too, that you also have to... Yeah, when those freedoms are to the point to where they're violating what God's rules for us are, that's when, you know, the, the, that gauntlet has to be thrown down and says no further, no further. You know, when it's a violation of family, you know, when it's a violation of uh, you or your children as a human being, not letting them have those rights, that, you know, because that's really when Jesus stood up and he's like, how dare you in my father's house? How dare you sully right. what right. my father created? This filth, you brought this filth in. Right. You know, and because that's the only time you see Jesus do that is like. Made an example. Yeah. You know, he yeah. had to. He had yes. to. He, you know, he said, my father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer. Right. You know, and he, you know, turned over to money changers and so forth. And so when <laughs> we, we can see that violation of you're not allowed to pray, you're not allowed to be a Christian in this society and it's okay. It's already there. It's yeah, been I there know. for years though. Yeah. I know Kevin was saying earlier. That, well, and, you know, it's, and it's attack on all sides because it's also, you but know. the church has let it happen. I know. The church has let itself be put into a box. Mm -hmm. This is not recent. This has gone over the last 20 years. Yeah. and But look at the messaging too that we're sending out everywhere when we say that 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 boy thinks he's a woman so now he's allowed to compete in women's sports it's bigger than that folks it's much bigger than that because what we've done essentially now it's is we've delusional said, god and i try to tell people this at the most basic level it's telling the world publicly that god made a mistake god makes mistakes no yeah exactly and it's that's blunt. what that messaging is supposed to say mm -hmm. well it's well, it's all about confusion and we know who the author of confusion is right, right. and i think when you you look at these ideas that if we, if Christ stood for something, then we too will have to stand for something. We have to. And then when we listen to what Jesus said, he mm -hmm. says, what they did to me, they're going to do to you. He right. told them that. He well, says, yeah. you will be persecuted, right? If, if you're not persecuted, you're not standing. Right. 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 And that's the point that we have to ask. And so you just think right now, why are we so pushing the Watchman Declaration? Because nobody has just sat down and said, what can we actually all agree on okay and stand up for what are these freedoms that god has really given us there's lots of people out there saying lots of things everybody is trying to get people to stand up okay and fight for something but they're not saying exactly what everybody kind of has their own version and so that's why we were like hey i've been listening to people right and and let you know obviously thinking strategically and also thinking prophetically what mm -hmm. did our bible tell us this beast government was going to need. Okay, if we can stop him there, then these are strategic freedoms that we cannot. And so this is why this show, you know, we we do want to acknowledge that we want an abundant life. That life is difficult to to manage and, and balance, sure. but we have to stand on these things because that's what this is about. We have a, an assault and a slavery approach that's really bringing us when you get to be nano chipped and and chips in your body i mean we're just fishing the barrel at that point right yeah completely yeah. controlled that we we chip our pets folks that's what we're talking about here and so there's no reason to pretend any longer 
that we can remain relational with our enemy. We have an enemy, which is what you were saying, that, mm-hmm. that Satan has come to kill, still, and destroy. Absolutely. And that's what's going on here. And we can see that this level of evil has risen in the world, and we must now stand up against it. And, and folks, believe it or not, this is satanic. Yes. These people, everything they've done, the covering, the shame muzzles that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, you know, not, you know, telling you what to do, taking away your freedoms. This is what we're, tr- the point we're trying to get across here. This is not what Jesus would do. Absolutely. You know, and that's why we love the Luke 21. Because he says, I've told you these things ahead of time, right? Well, Luke 21, he says, when you see these things happening, we're supposed to stand up. Mm-hmm. This is a command out of Jesus's mouth. When you stand with Jesus, you're standing for him. What he said, what he did, he is the only way, the truth and the life. But he's the one who gave you your freedoms too. You know, so John uh, 10, verse 10, it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, right? So how do we sort this? How do we balance our life? I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's how you know that the COVID narrative is satanic right there. Look at what it has done to us financially. Look at what's happening. I mean, car prices could have easily gone up 30%. Some places they've gone up 40 plus percent. Okay, That's just one little thing that you need every day, right? And these are the things that we have allowed COVID but did he become the only thing that mattered? Well, it's it's part, listen, it's a great reset. Mm-hmm. The guy came out with Klaus Schwab, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum. He talks awfully a lot like his uncle Adolf, I think. <laughs> uh, but um, Uncle Adolf! What? What are you saying? Um, and the guy, he came out with a book during the pandemic, The Great Reset. I mean, go, go get it, folks. You want to know what it's all about or just look it up on the Internet. Yeah, World Economic uh, Forum. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all about resetting us, you know, getting, getting, uh, making the new world order. You will own nothing and like it. That is that they're, they're what they want. Right now, we went from the the boundaries of the masks to the to, to the uh, solitary confinement in your homes and so forth. Right. But now they're crushing us financially. So gas prices are so high people can't can't do anything can't go places it's causing that which also if you don't understand economics you know um uh, your your energy is you raise energy costs you're going to raise the cost of everything yep that's why everything is going up through the roof in the supermarket and stuff yeah Yeah, when they said it was seven and a half eight percent it's like 20 percent you're like what are you talking about what planet are you living on yeah it's crazy so here's the perfect example if we remain in Christ, then we're going to keep our priorities straight, balancing those priorities. This is when you start to say to people, for 1.8%, remember, we spent $15.1 trillion in 2020. $15.1 trillion. For 1.8% of that, we could have solved world hunger, malaria, right? And we could have given everybody clean water to drink, which, which would have eliminated waterborne illnesses. We would have saved 36 times as many lives. I know we've said that before, right? But yeah. think about that, that statistic. This is, now, think about this. If America did that, we would be a light on a hill to the whole world that says we care about lives. We have the, America has for pocket change, right? 1.8% of our money in our pocket. We could have solved all the world's problems in those areas. And the world, we could have given the witness to Jesus. Is the church even talking about these people groups? Does the church even care? Most all of them are children. This is something that as Christians, as Americans, we should have raised up and said, sorry, that's not going to happen here. Yeah. Right. And this is what we could have done. And and so you start to see that's where the deception came in because we had 24 seven coverage of people dying on COVID. We had a little counter in the top corner 
telling us at all times you can never forget the, the John Hopkins death porn map. That's right. <laughs> right? So this is why I'm telling you yeah. we have lost. When you remain in Christ, you are remaining in focus. When you are out of Christ, you are losing focus. Right. And folks, when we talk about remaining in Christ, we talked about this uh, throughout the last few podcasts and so forth about a love for the truth. Everything that uh, we have going on around us is, is deception and lies, and it's not truth. And the interesting thing is, and you know, is in your notes, Doc, I mean, and, and I was astounded by these statistics when we wrote the book, but when you say compared to COVID deaths that were, were 1.8 million or someone said, so I heard Rand Paul, Rand Paul came out and stated on Twitter, we were like 2 million deaths in COVID. Well, actually not really, Rand. What happened was is that the CDC came out earlier this week and said that their numbers were off. Yes, I have that I they're read adjusting that one. their numbers like to 50% down from what they stated in deaths and they're going back and they're backtracking and they're trying to cover their steps folks because they are all guilty. Yes. Mm-hmm. They should all be out of a job, mm-hmm. out of uh, a pension and mm-hmm. thrown into uh, jail for what they've done. Right. And, and folks, we will cover that one in depth. I just literally haven't even had a chance to read that one. But if you didn't read that, we've already had Fauci admit it. We already had Absolutely. the New York governor admit that 50% you know, of those COVID hospitalizations. And then he comes out and says something like, well, what I'm really trying to say is, how should I say this in Fauci terms? Three mask terms. <laughs> Three mask. Yeah, yeah. Well, excuse me. I got to adjust my mask here. Yeah. Oh, and the other mask. And the other one. So they didn't so much die of COVID. They kind of died with COVID. They died for COVID. With COVID. Yeah. I mean, well, we knew that. The we COVID died. That. That's what I'm saying. So now the CDC coming out and officially saying, and the other study we've never covered is that, you know, in, in uh, late February, they admitted that uh, a natural immunity was seven to eight times more effective than vaccinated immunity and this is the second time now they've given the nod to natural immunity and does anybody know that you know when people went to the white house the the unvaccinated people weren't allowed to touch anything or eat anything because they're still functioning on this this complete deception uh, (laughs) that they're putting forth about you know being able to discriminate people you know, based well, on a complete lie. Yeah, they tell you to follow the science, but that's anything they did. It's the old Star yeah. Wars trick. There are no drones here. Right. Follow yeah. the science. There There's no, no science You here. know, the science has spoken. It's come out. There was an article just this week that states that uh, vaccinated immunity wanes within uh, the uh, 30% in the first month. By three months, you're, it, you're better off not being vaccinated. So that's well. That's great. Well, the booster. No, you don't right. need a booster. You need to improve your 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 immunity and stop believing the lie. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can see that that's the case. And uh, well, wait, we, I, I do have to mention this really quick. Um, I saw something in one of the newspapers recently that was saying that um, COVID now uh, leads to stillbirths. They're saying that having COVID. Um, is that because we've noticed a rise in stillbirths and that really what's happening is that because we know it's the only change has been right. Oh, COVID or the vaccine. Right. Well, they're not going to blame it on the vaccine, folks. But um, well, why didn't it happen? Why does that coincide? Right, why, see, why does it coincide with that? that uh, I have an article here. I sent this one to you, Doc. I know you didn't get to it, but let me interject this because this is important. Oh, please. Yeah. This was put out by the vaccine reaction, and um, they came out and said that the paper that the uh, research from the F that the FDA had to release mm-hmm. uh, was was released. The first part of it was released, and a four hundred and fifty thousand page document. Mm. Okay, the first fifty five thousand page. Reading. The first fifty five yeah, first first fifty five thousand pages was was released. Okay, ordered yep. by the judge. And more than 35 types of serious adverse events reported after Pfizer COVID shots. This is in their this is in their trials. Yeah, yeah. in their trials, and, and then also and what they're and all the symptoms that and I'm not going to go through it now because because of time constraints. But we'll have to come back to this. All the symptoms that are listed here mm-hmm. all correspond to bears. Yeah. 
Oh, but theirs doesn't count. Those are false. Right. You know, wait correct. a minute. So your theirs doesn't count. That's yeah, but who own. designed theirs? Who the made CDC. every bit? Of, right. It's like saying, well, I, I, I know I took a lot of time and money and energy to develop the system, but no, I was I was on drugs when I was doing yeah. that, right? right? Yeah. Well, supposedly there's a new reporting system that's only for the COVID vaccine. What is that? Is that the is that the the one that makes them look good? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, folks. VARES only captures about one to ten percent of of the of the uh, of the actual events. So we are going to turn this into two episodes, and really, the point here Maybe three. is that because God wants us to have Four. an abundant life, yes, right. That means we have to ask our, ask ourselves how has COVID affected our lives, and you can see. Look at how many people in the world have died that we could have saved, and yet we're spending all this money only on one people group, the COVID people. And when you put abortions into that, it becomes outrageous, right? And so this is the idea of, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This is the idea of running into traffic to save a ball that you bought at the dollar store. You know, it doesn't make sense. You have to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's when the, even this was in 2020, the UN was warning of people starving to death could literally double because of the pandemic, right? And then think about now, it's not just doubling. Look at the food prices. It's going to be worse. Holy mackinoli. Not only that, the supply chain's stuck. That's right. You look They're at talking the, about the, the collapse, the of, of the supply chains right and that yeah. and the fertilizer people don't realize that, that fertilizer is not going to be available so that's going to affect the crops next year do you not see that covid shouldn't have been able to change somebody out there on the tractor making our food i mean just look at what they have engineered they have engineered a crisis right mm -hmm. of food even right. right and look at what's happened and again what's the number one rule of medicine right do no harm and look at what they've done. Oh, I thought the, it was vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. Right. Oh, right. They're safe wrong. and effective. <laughs> right? Safe and effective. I'm sorry. Well, we, we, we will jump in on that John Hopkins one maybe next time and mention these other studies. But we're going we're gonna to cut off there. But, you know, the idea here is we're going to show you that they are purposely trying to destroy our abundant life. We have kids oh, yeah. in America that feel guilty because of their abundance. And believe it or not, our Bibles do not... And their not, whiteness. That's right. Sorry, don't forget that part. Whatever color they are, White they, have right. to be, they have to have some kind of Just remorse. Does that make sense? That. You know, my, my wife's 50% Vietnamese, so, you know, she she's very attuned to some the of Cherokee. these... these yes. In Cherokee. And so she's very attuned to, you know, that it only goes one way. You know, we're, there's only one, two kinds of people, right? So, you know, <laughs> the point here, though... Heard. Just saying. <laughs> She's saying that they don't let Asian people in. Yeah, they, so. there's yeah. it's skewed. Wait, wait, you were lucky deny. you weren't around in the what the what was it the was it the forties when they were quarantined when they quarantined. The, yep, yeah, yeah. Japanese were they yeah. put in internment Japanese, camps. I'm internment sorry, they were camps. put in what kind of camps oh, were they calling luxury them? camps? Luxury oh, camps. Oh yeah, they're internment camps, folks. <laughs> we like to forget that. They want to put you in an internment the camp too. The original immigration laws were actually um, to keep Asian people out of America. Gosh. Um, the very first immigration laws were purposely for that reason. So, um, yeah, tell me how there's only, you know, two colors of people. You only qualify. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's ludicrous. But again, it's an assault on who we are as human beings, on what God created. He didn't create colors. He created human right. beings, all human one beings. race. Yep. Yes, only yeah. one. He doesn't say... You know, all the I'm, hyphenations yeah. are all for yeah, that we make up. That's it's all, all that's it. And who yeah. came up with that? Yeah, man. I think uh, man. Jesse Jackson started it with the African American. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Well, just remember this, folks: that God only has one purpose for you, and that is right. to prosper you. Right? And that is His end goal. And so, when you start to see these things, and we're all looking at this, we have been blitzkrieged, okay, for two years now. Okay, we have people that have completely focused on the ball and not on the traffic right right it's true. And, and remember but this all wins if you're a communist what's the number one thing you need to destroy in the world america well yes there's no doubt and and prosperity it doesn't always mean financial folks it also means just if you you are fully prosperous and blessed if your eyes are open to the truth that's right
And that's how we can remain in Christ and remain in that abundance because some things are out of our control and we have to be able to trust. But at the same time, we need to be fighting for the minds and hearts of those that haven't decided. We also have to stand in united against those people that have clearly lost their love for the truth. They are only trying to put us under slavery and they are our enemy and we cannot put up with that. No. Being, so, being meek doesn't yep. mean being a doormat. That's right. right. It, it's not the same thing as being meat. Okay. Yeah. Meat. Soil and cream. It's people. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the next. Well, you know, that probably would be the next step, right? Yeah. We let this go on long enough. I do want to say one thing. Um, I, this was, you know, almost done with seminary. Yay. Um, I have one more semester left. I'll be done in August. Probably before that. She's on the accelerated plan. Yeah. I know, in less than a year, um, two years of school. Anyway, so um, when Adam and Eve were sent, they were sent east of Eden. I want to point out that this is beautiful to me because in the Bible, the waters that are running run east. So uh, it's like God has been pursuing us ever since then. Mm. They came out after that, you know, because those waters in heaven run east. Adam and Eve were sent east of Eden. Um, so he's always been pursuing mm. us. Wow. I just thought that was beautiful. And I pray that God will pursue you. Yeah, and I pray that you will, you will stop and let him embrace you and that you will always remain in Christ, even in difficult times. You will extend dignity and love, but you will also stand for the truth, stand with Christ as we have these people that are trying to take these things away from us. And I pray that you'll get out and sign the watchman, share it around the yes. world. We we have to have something happen. And what's that website again? They can find that? The watchmandeclaration.com. Awesome. Ooh, check it out. Also sign up for our newsletter. And Kevin's book is widely available on yes. CD. We have the Audible version. Audible. And on I'm not Kindle, reading it, folks. On it should be um, enjoying that. It should yeah. no no. No, it's that's it's another great. This guy is great. Um supernaturaljunkies.com. You can find purchase the book there. Look, I'm doing business now. I'm doing stuff. Get out my to, way. You, right? You guys gotta get that book. Um Check it out. It's the best place to buy it is on the supernaturaljunkies.com, yeah, but you can actually download it now, folks. What? Wow, that's awesome. And if you want your oh, pastor, if, if your pastor contacts us, we will make him a book available. If we don't get this in the pulpits, if we don't no start charge. talking about this, that's people right. not understand what's being taken away from us, and Jesus would not put up with this. He said, when you see these things happening, to stand up, folks. And I pray that everybody listening will stand up. Yeah. Dennis, you want to say a prayer? Sure. Father God, we just want to thank you for our time together today. Just praise you for your son, for his sacrifice on the cross, yes, for the righteousness that, his righteousness that is imparted to us through that sacrifice. Lord, we pray for all those listening to this program, Lord. We pray that they would have their heart touched, that you would reach down, that you would open up their eyes, that they would accept you into their life, Mm, and that they will be born again and have that abundant life that you promised. Mm. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget our sponsors, SoilMinistries.org. We are a pipeline of vision and resources in Honduras. And uh, one of the projects we were just working on, you know, is our girls' home. It's a, it's really a safe home, the Shalom home. Shalom it's home. A safe home for mm-hmm. girls uh, that had, have suffered sex trafficking mm-hmm. and yep. the like, and they get rehabbed there. And we had one girl that was there that um, her being there, you know, after a while, she finally dumped about where she came from and what was going on and they were able to actually recover more and uh, I believe her two sisters so um, these are real things there's real true things that there's true evil in the world and we we can't keep living in the matrix folks there is a war going on and uh, God wants us to remain relational stand up to what's happening and may God bless you 
Thank you to our loyal subscribers and listeners. We really appreciate you guys. And we want to let you know about SupernaturalJunkies.com. If you sign up for the newsletter there, you'll be the first to know about anything that's happening with us, any events we might be doing. And also Kevin's book, The COVID Beast is out now and available on Kindle. You can get that on our website and the Audible version, as well as the softcover book, should be out in a few weeks from now. Signing up for that newsletter will get you in the loop to be the first to hear about it. We're also going to be coming out with SupernaturalJunkies.com gear with that cute cartoon logo, because some of you have been asking about that. We're going to have it on mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies, as well as stickers and magnets. If you want in on that, like I said, sign up for that newsletter. Also, if you love our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could write us a review on any of the platforms you listen on or share this with anyone you think might be interested. I know we harp on it all the time, but that's because that review helps us get found. It helps boost us on the algorithm. And that's why we're always asking. So, because we don't have a lot of reviews right now. So that would mean the world to us. Once again, we appreciate you guys. So grateful for you. Thank you and have a blessed week.